Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 153. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you're all doing well. Want to give a quick shout out to our guest from last week, Travis Lee from the Roast Mortem cast. But speaking of guests, we have guests this week as well. We have Wes and Rob from Gaming Off the Grid. Guys, Ooh. how you doing? How you doing? Thanks doing, for having us. Doing well. How you doing? <laughs> I'm glad to be here, and we are just blessed to be your 153rd. I mean, that's a special number. Yeah, that's, that's a number we'll never forget. <laughs> we might get it tattooed on our somewhere on our butts yeah <laughs> we saved it just for you really we all yeah. these years ago we're like man when we hit this point we gotta get to this, <laughs> this is what this, yeah. this is the turning point <laughs> and uh for anyone out there and you'd be a fool not to know these guys all their links are below but before we go any further wes rob shout out where can everyone find you where should they find you and how should they subscribe Wow. Um, gaming off the grid um, yep. in all the places, I guess, would be the best way to say it. I mean, our primary, our main juice is uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think we have a TikTok. The only thing we haven't explored yet is OnlyFans. But, I mean, there's a but, probability. But we're talking about yeah. it. You know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. YouTube's our main. Put out what four videos a week yeah i think four to five videos a week in a live stream sunday nights and those get pretty rowdy so yeah it's, it's off the chains every time we live stream yeah. <laughs> yeah these guys are pumping out great content and as of this video make sure to check out their february recap it's a great video hell it's a great yeah series calling out other channels some of their favorite games of the month their beer of the month and obviously if you're a fan of our channel beer and games obviously we share a games. lot of similarities <laughs> and these are brothers from another mother so guys i have to start off with um do love your channel but what are you drinking with us tonight oh wow okay a, a local brew yeah. um it's from exile brewing in des moines um which is maybe top five des moines brewery uh, uh, they used to be up there they used to be up there they kind of slipped a little bit but we're drinking the hannah which is a hefeweizen by them and nice. i will say it's one of their best beers yep so okay so uh chambers what you got so I am going to murder this, as I always do. <laughs> is it another from, German name you can't pronounce? God yes, damn it. it is, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so from the Herrenbrau uh, Brewery, I am drinking <laughs> what was the, the Herrenbrau. <laughs> I'm drinking the, the Zwickel Kalibir. It is natural brass and Hefnud unfiltrated. And then oh, a whole bunch of more stuff that I can't read. But it is 5%. So, yeah, so it's probably a heffy like we're drinking. Um, nice. it's, probably, it's, it's probably better. Whoa, that's, is that a, that's freaking cool. Yeah, this that's... came from a, uh, what do you call it? There is a, like, uh, they call it like a 12 beers of Christmas Christmas pack that I got over the Christmas break. Over the so Christmas. <laughs> I was originally going to do, like, a video a day opening it. And then I got really lazy. So it just became podcast fodder. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm sticking with the good old, good old U.S. of A. like the boys' gym. So we don't support in Germany. Where I'm going with the PA <laughs> brew here from Ooh. New Trail Brewing, the Flint Hazy IPA. Comes the Larry at, Flint. Nice. Yep. <laughs> comes Flint, in Michigan. at 6.5%. And this is. I don't know if you guys get a lot of these out there. This is like the latest. I'll call it like the hot girl of the month where it's the brewery everyone in PA is talking about. It's getting a ton of attention. Okay. Um. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I don't see the hype yet. Like, yeah. I, I tried, like, four of their beers, and I'm, like, I'm waiting for that one that makes me go, oh, this is, like, the best brewery. I don't see the hype. And I know everything gets hyped, like, video games as well. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. Do you guys get a lot of those out there? Like, You, you know what I seem to think in our area is um, 
you know, it's a, it's a pretty decent beer scene. We have Toppling Goliath in Iowa, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with that brewery. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah, so anyways. They're, they're one of the um, biggest. And they've, they've stayed consistent. But a lot of times, I've found, our breweries come out of the gates just swinging. And right away, you're like, these guys are great. And then they just plateau and flatland. They stick with three or four staple brews. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those even get worse and they get more focused on the restaurant side. So right now in Iowa, I'd say Toppling Goliath, Barntown Brewing. Um, are yeah, kind those, of the are the hot, those are the top. Uh, the, the hot ones. Um, Confluence yeah. is pretty good. Exile's okay. But I will uh, say I will say that like when a local brewery pops up and there's like hype around them in our area, I'm always late to the party. Like I wait for like the hype to like settle and then I'll go check them out once they've figured things out and it's usually hit and miss. Well, you know? I mean the old the old <laughs> adage: you never want to be the first to the party and you never want to be the last one to leave, and that's how Robert <laughs> operates. Yeah, they, yeah, for breweries, for breweries. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, mm. so you guys, uh, it, I love the fact that we can talk legit beers with you guys. Um, you know, one of the things I noticed with Philly and our area is. Uh, one of the breweries came out with like the milkshake IPA, oh, and now okay. that's becoming such a staple like across the country. And yep. like, do you have you had any like styled beers that came out that were like they were trying to be super niche like that, or is it kind of like Ooh. what we're seeing, which is every brewery just has to come out with like thirteen different hazy IPAs? Yeah, I feel or, like everyone's yeah. following a trend. You know, it was the hazy IPAs, and now it's kind of like the smoothie sours, and now it's yep. which I'm a huge fan of the smoothie sours if they're done right and. I feel like it's just just this trend. I haven't. I don't know if there's any like. Yeah, I mean, we had a good uh, sour thing going on. <coughs> Pardon me, guys. Um, the uh, for a little while, but uh, um, I think we're seeing a lot of the same stuff: the hazy IPAs, the double IPAs, um, things like that. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I just go through ebbs and flows, and sometimes it's seasonality, but it's sometimes it's just like. You know, you get burnt out. lately, I've just ended a point, not that I don't like sours, but I don't want another sour right oh, now. See, I, I just and that's don't. weird because I'm on like a sour kick. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, let's drink sours. And he's like, no, let's not drink yeah. sours. And he's an IPA guy and I'm on an IPA kick and I tend to not <laughs> yeah. go that way. But I, it, it just, you got first world problems of beer fans. Yeah, that's <laughs> Dude, well, that's Jim to a T. I mean, I've always been the, like, a heavier stout guy. Jim, like, recently became a sour guy. But it is funny because we've talked with a bunch of different um, brewmasters and brewery heads, and a lot of them kind of admit they're like, right now, hazy IPAs, like, that's the thing. And sours, like, everyone's yeah. trying to dip their toe into making well, sours. It's a, it's a weird thing, um, and I'm all over the place, just like U.S. Like, I, I want to try a whole bunch of different beers. IPAs, when we started this site – we were like, I don't know why you just want to basically taste pine. But like, we didn't get it. We're like, yeah. why do people love it so much? And now, like, we both – it's the most common beer out there, and that's why we actually started last year, the No IPA May, just to give a whole month to say we're just showing, showcasing every other good other, beer style. Other beer styles. There's too many damn IPAs well, at this point. Well, I kind, of, I kind of see why sours are taking off recently is because I feel like sours are more for the masses – especially like smoothie sours and stuff like that because when you drink it and you're like uh this isn't beer like it's a beer that a lot of people would enjoy instead of just like the piney ipa or the heavy stout or you know yeah you can make it sweeter you can make it you know put the lactose in there like yeah you do everything you can to make it not like taste like a tree's asshole so (laughs) now you guys like i said I, i did mention you were talking um in your one video, you have the specialty beers that are saved for episodes, and then your kind of goodies for just whenever. Do you run into this rut, and it could kind of fall in the video games too, where you almost 
can't turn off your critical brain of a beer because because <laughs> of this page and because of this site like you guys are almost always on like you said you're churning out content like when was the last time you tried a brand new beer and said i'm not even gonna bring this up on the site i'm just gonna strictly enjoy it oh that's tough especially when it comes to craft beer mm -hmm. um we've had some that was so good that you know it came in we either only got two at a local bottle shop or a restaurant or brew brew house and uh mm -hmm. or we got four of them and accidentally had them before we got yeah the we've done that because it's so good but yeah um but but we always we also really enjoy like cheap beer like our go-to beer is like miller high life miller high life. so like nice. when we drink stuff like that we just enjoy it yeah. so it's like we go back and forth it it, it all depends really it all depends <laughs> So when you guys oh, are playing shows in the band, is the Miller High Life the one that you go to? High Life's <laughs> usually up there. Hams, um, PBR, uh, Rolling Rock was a club we played at a lot. Mm -hmm. They had free Rolling Rock and yeah, usually like dirty rock clubs. They like have their they just have their beer, right? They you have know, their two dollar beer. If, You'll have the Narragansetts or the Ort leaves or stuff like yes. that. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you play in Minnesota, you're probably getting Grain Belt. Oh um, God, Grain Belt's you know, disgusting. You, you get up in the Wisconsin area, you're getting some old Milwaukee. You get down in <laughs> Illinois, Chicago, like a lot of those bars, they're house beer and, and usually if if uh they're a good rock club the the bands drink for free so a lot of old style in chicago Ooh, i love um, old style and then iowa's kind of all over the board there's rolling rock yeah, places pb pbr is kind of the common yeah yeah we uh i feel like as we started drinking that's when the pbr like that was the thing that was the cheap beer <laughs> everyone talked about and it's like it's like everyone else when it gets too hyped, you're like it's it's fine. But we yeah, have like a bunch fine. of local yeah, we had a bunch of local cheap beers near us. But yeah, Jim knows all too well. And we should mention to the fans on top of gaming off the grid, why don't you go ahead and throw out your uh, your band info? Because, oh okay. You know, obviously yeah. you guys, the music for your channel, a lot of it comes from it. But yeah, I know Jim's in a band as well, so we love we love throwing that out there. So. Where can they find you guys? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say probably the easiest place. I mean, I think all the places, but Spotify. We're on Spotify. Um, yeah, Apple Music. And, we're on YouTube. Our band is called Hazer. Yeah. H-A-Z-E-R. Uh, Wes is the singer and rhythm guitar, and I'm slapping the bass, you know? And that's actually how we met. Um, yeah. So before, before the gaming stuff, it was that, and a lot of time on the road, uh, and started this thing so <laughs> started uh, into yeah that. <laughs> and, and, and the band's never you know we've played a few shows uh just played one over new year's but we haven't got back to that um regular uh, the regular thing ever since the pandemic kind of hit and then our one of our best friends who's the lead guitar player he moved to florida so now we're, sure. we're really picking our spots because uh, he's a founding member so it's got to be a big enough show to warrant him flying back for us to, mm. to pick it up so but the channel's gotten so yeah, this uh, is kind labor of intensive that it's kind of filling that bucket. <laughs> this is this is kind of the priority right now. <laughs> but if you've ever been like that, got G intro song is fire. Who is that? That's us. us. That's That's us. us. <laughs> yeah. Now, have now, you that... guys seen uh, what do you call it? Like a lot of the clubs go under during the pandemic because I know in Philly, like there's some that closed up. A lot yeah. of them just moved on to just doing like DJ stuff, and they don't even want to yeah. deal with bands anymore. Yeah. Or some there of them was have, one... Like, one production company that runs everything, and then they don't like your band, so you're left with like two places to play at. There was there was one club in our area that shut down. I don't know if it was pandemic induced or just because they were struggling for a while, and that was Vaudeville Muse, and that was like the dingy grunge small club that like every local small band would start at. Yeah. And I love that place because it was just you never know what you're gonna get. It was dirty. It was 
But yeah, that place closed, and that was like a staple of Des Moines. So that kind of mm-hmm. sucked. But most of the clubs are still alive yeah, here. Yeah, Spicoli's went down. Oh um, yeah, which and Waterloo. Is kind of our our uh, where we where the band started was up in uh, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa, and. Uh, that was probably, I mean, that was just in heavy rotation. We we could always go and play at Spicoli's, and we got tons of awesome opportunities there opening for bands that we didn't even deserve to be on the bill with. And um, so when that, that went down, that was kind of a blow as well. I mean, we're still close with everybody and, and still doing some shows, but it's but a little But, yeah, now that the different. venue's gone, it yeah. sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, fingers crossed. Seems like shit's starting to get normal. I don't know it if does, it, it does feel it's like, like it's starting. Yeah, more but we've more. also been in it for what two years now? Yeah. <laughs> a little too long. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm ready to just move on. Mm-hmm. So it, that's interesting. You guys met when the band, but was it just like a casual? You both were talking about video games and realized like how much you liked it. So like, what what really sparked the the well, video game tie-in for you guys. So I, I think, um, you know, I remember being at practice, and I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but I remember being at a practice and throwing out to the, the, the group that um, I had started building this game room that yeah. we're in right now. And uh, I was like, you know, I really want to start a gaming YouTube channel. And I had had a lot of my stuff from when I was younger still boxed away. And, and uh, so I had a good good jump on things. And uh, I was gifted from a coworker this Zenith console crt tv and i'm like this is it man this is the turning point well we had a listening session planned for the what they weren't the final mixes but we thought they might be for our um one of our albums that was coming out i think it was there's no going back yeah so it would have been the first one you were a part of and robert and i just by our nature we're the timely two of the, <laughs> uh, the the band the other two great people love them to death but they will be late to their own funerals so robert and i um got over here and we were playing house of the dead overkill the light gun game oh, right yes. on, on the Sweet. Wii. and uh the guys were late enough and they finally got here we were about done with it and uh we're like no we're finishing this out and it was kind of at that moment we were drinking i think miller high life I think it was high night. life it was high life and we kind of like robert has uh filmmaking in his background he's been doing it since like middle school yeah i've probably been doing videos for like 12 years now and we just were kind of like that was really fun we hadn't couch co-opt gamed like that for quite a while yeah because it was just all online you know and yeah. uh you know it, it a lot of things you know when we were in the van we had a tube tv in there with the vcr and we had a ps2 in there and robert was always jamming on the ps2 when we were on the road and so we knew we knew the passion was there and we had so much fun we're like let's bring this back our first proposed name was couch co-op revival because we were like we got to bring this back this couch co-op um and yeah so that's that's where it kind of began and then we uh we, we, we still have our original notes. It's like four pages of That's ideas awesome. and just all this yeah, stuff. Episode <laughs> ideas, what we need to get started. Like yeah. I remember when the first couple times I came over here, we sat at like his kitchen table and just brainstorming ideas, having a few beers. And it's crazy to kind of see like how the game rooms evolved over the past yeah. like four years. It's crazy we've been almost doing it for four years. And it's just, man, time flies when you're playing video games and drinking beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, and that, yeah, I, I said it is funny, and I think you guys just mentioned in your February update, like, looking back at videos are good timestamps of, yeah, of they where are. you were. I mean, shit, that's what Jim and I said when we first started. It was more or less an excuse to get together, drink, play games, get away yeah, from the girlfriends, like, out. hey, we got to <laughs> do this thing. And we literally started with, like, the rock band Mike on my hockey stick get being held up by like a shoe it was like the most janky shit but it was like you, you gotta know, start somewhere we gotta start somewhere and we were drinking the cheapest shittiest beer like it was just 
it's just an excuse to do it and start yeah. so yeah I, it's like looking back at that and especially seeing yourself yeah it is funny just like oh yeah i can remember like this was this it's kind of like you remember oh we put this video out when this was happening like mm -hmm. it, yeah time stamps it for sure and i'm sure you guys are like this but you look at some of your early stuff and you're like oh ha ah. Dude. Like, I wish we could redo it. But at the same time, there is an element, you know, if anybody watching this is thinking about it, I think the biggest thing is just start. Yeah, just do it. Figure mm -hmm. it out on the fly. Mm -hmm. um, Evolve know, as you go. Know that your first probably, if if you're going to hit the ground running, your first 100, you know, 50 to 100, <laughs> are probably gonna, you're probably going to want to critique the shit out of them, maybe even delete them. But you got you to gotta start. You got to start. Yeah, it's, it's growing pains for sure. And Rob, since you were in film, like, I my only editing was in our college senior design program where I used Windows Movie Maker. Oh and wow, I, that's that what I started was, with. <laughs> that was literally I was like, oh, I kind of have an idea of how to edit. Not oh, that's knowing, just a like, one. That's just a one timeline. Like it's so hard. Oh, dude, mm -hmm. you want to hear how how ridiculous we were? We would record our voices and then. Or I'm sorry, we would record the footage. I would pre-cut the like video game footage and then try to record our voice over it in the oh time my. that we gave. It was such a fucking yeah, because it's just one timeline. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's such a headache, and it's just like, dude, use a different program. Use a <laughs> and and I can I can mark like, oh, at this video, I finally got this program, and then we got these mics at this, and it was just. I, I love seeing that. And yeah, Wes, you just pointed out perfectly. Like, to anyone who wants to, everyone who's ever asked us, it's like, just do it. If you want yeah, to do it, try it. And what will really come through is if you really enjoy it, you're going to keep doing it. Like, yep, you're not yep. going to worry about so much because too many people are like, want to be that. that, that they want to pop. They want to pop. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, why, why aren't I taking off? It's like, because it's just not good yet. And there's also a gazillion things out there. You know? yeah, yeah. The market is flooded. So you yeah. got to enjoy it, but also, you know, keep progressing and keep putting stuff out. Yeah, it's a, you know, I think I think that you guys are, are in the same spot that we are in the sense that you, you focus on something you love. And mm -hmm. if the growth comes, it comes. That's awesome. If it yeah. doesn't, you're you're doing something with with one of your boys that yeah. that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. And if it pops, it pops. But you you look back and you had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, like um, imagine like if we stop the channel now, like ten years from now, twenty years from now, we go back and watch a video. It's like, look at us. Yeah, like that's cool. Mm -hmm. Look yeah. at us. Yeah, right. Especially when you hit your mid thirties, like Brian and I. Then it's like, oh shit, I don't have any other hobbies left. I'm there, guys. I'm as mid thirties as it gets. I'm thirty five. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean. Hey, it's, it's, it's the thing. It is funny, like trying to explain it, but there is something that is still so fun to do it. And like I said, that you guys, obviously just like us, like it's just the enjoyment of doing it. Obviously if yeah. you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't be doing it. Um, but then again, it is funny to anyone who's on the out. They can't appreciate the editing time, the recording oh, time, the, dude, all that stuff. The is people like, don't realize it. Like people ask us, like, how much time do you put into the channel? And I go, hmm, forty to forty-five hours a week. Yep. Yeah. And they go, what? <laughs> but and it's just like, uh, yeah, we work on it every day. We Saturday, Sundays, it's all day. Like, I think it's a lesson, though. Like, honestly, I, I, I bet your guys' lives are better for it. I feel like ours are. We've we've got more organized. We know how to use our time better. Yeah. It gives you something to look forward to. It's weird to. saying this, but I feel like it's it's kind of like a purpose. Yeah. But it's weird yes. saying that out loud. Like mm -hmm. no, but it, it it is in a way, and it, it really makes you. I, 
everybody, not everybody, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of people don't even realize how much time they actually have if they just kick it into that next gear. You, you can get so much done in this this awesome thing called life that we have, you know? So I, I think you guys are probably um, enjoying that as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things we, we started this year, and I, I mentioned it about beer, but I said with video games, so much of the time we fall into a loop, and I don't know if you guys do, but if you're playing a casual game, are you always recording it just in case you need the footage? Oh, no. Okay. We only we only record we, we'll get screen cap of things that we need. Mm. When we started the channel, we would record everything. Yeah. But we've gotten to a point where we have so much. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> let's just record what we need for an episode and then move on. Like we're starting to label and file away like hard drives, four, four and five terabyte hard drives. We have we yeah. have like five hard drives. Like <laughs> yep. we have so much footage. <laughs> Cause like, and that's why this year I start. We, we were like, let's do the level fifty club. We're just calling it that. We're saying, you know, as a guess, how many games do we think we beat in a year? I said I think Ooh. fifty games may be reasonable if you actually try. And these are really just for fun, just for like things that you know we all have shelves here, right? Yeah. And how many of us suffer from the thing of like, yeah, you know, you got some things on the shelves that you just haven't gotten to yet. So oh, it's like the backlog's to, insane. Dude, it's trying to clear the back catalog and especially like digital downloads now. When a game's oh. like a dollar that you've always wanted, you're like, Of course I'm gonna download it. Yeah. You don't get to it for a few you years. You don't get to it for <laughs> <laughs> So like we've really pushed it and it's nice because I'm not recording the footage. It's just for fun. You're actually, so it's getting us back to like that and we're trying to get other people involved too to say like yeah. what games haven't you got to that you can this year and could it be fifty in a year? So yeah, I think now, it all depends on what what type of game and stuff you enjoy playing. You know, like if you're playing a sports game, for example, you could play that game all year long. But mm -hmm. does that count as a game that you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it depends on what kind of or like an RPG that would take a whole year. And yeah, so, it is. but it's it's nice to step away and not do content, not record it, and just actually enjoy a game. Yeah, what guy? Now, what is the game you guys are playing right now? That's like. Just for fun, not for a project. That's just your fun time game. Well, the game we're playing the most, and it is for a project. Yeah, everything's um, for a project. But we are playing, uh, we're, we're like this close. We're working on a co-op, no death run of Contra Hardcore on the Genesis. Oh, oh my God. Um, we, we, are, we are this close. Like we are this close. We've had it where each one of us his no death ran it but the other one like got clipped somewhere um it's a hard game we can you know one credit clear it every time it's just a matter of getting that perfect run um so but it's also for enjoyment i, I love those games and the memorization and like you have to be dialed in on a game well, like what's that. tough about hardcore is we love the contra series but hardcore like some of the boss fights are different every time so like you got to be ready for everything and hope they do the right thing. Like yeah. it's like please mm -hmm. please be nice to it. The That's games, what I say every time. The games that preceded that, they've got phase 1, phase 2, phase 3, but it's always the same phases. Mm -hmm. So you can memorize it. In Contra Hardcore, there's like four options of what each boss could do in those respective phases. So they don't always react the same. So it makes it very very tough because there's I mean we've we've beat the game you know, probably 40, 50 times. And there's still <laughs> occasional things that the bosses will do that we're like, I they're don't like, think I've ever seen them do that. Yet. Ah, they got us there? Like, ah. <laughs> so, so that, there's that one. Um, on a modern side, which I don't dabble in a ton, um, I'm playing through Red Dead Redemption 2, to your point of a backlog situation. <laughs> nice. um, Late to the party. <laughs> I'm at a point with modern stuff that I just wait 
until like it starts showing up at my local ponds and stuff. And so I got yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two for ten bucks, and wow, uh, nice. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm, I think like, I don't know, a little over halfway through the mainline story. Um, yeah. And I mean, then I've that... got a. Fr- oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I got a. I got a franchise going that I've had for years in MLB 08, the show on PS2. So um, 08. I, I, it's yeah. 2022. Yeah, but <laughs> when I need to just chill, if I get off work from a rough day, man, I fire up 08, the show, and I'm living. I'm living good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is 08 the Ryan Howard cover or? Yeah, yes. You no. Know, no. Ryan Howard cover. Wow. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was that's good. Knowledge. <laughs> I, I'm a nut where like I'll buy any game that like I do like the show. Like the show is like such a good baseball series, but like any game that has a Philly sports athlete on it, I'll just buy it just to have it. <laughs> just to yeah. have it. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> and with the old sports games, you get it for a buck, so it's not like it's a huge yeah, investment anyway. Yeah. You can so find it. Like, oh, do I do I need three copies of Claude Giroux on uh NHL thirteen? No, but I can have it for every different system. <laughs> but I got them. <laughs> Yeah, no, Wes, you're you're right after us. We we are commonly late adopters and wait for like a brand new game. There's maybe two or three brand new games I'll get like because I'm a Resident Evil fanatic. Oh um, yeah. So I'll always get that brand new. And Call of Duty, it, it was a thing we started in college that midnight releases. It's just the excuse to it's get a up habit. till six in the morning drinking <laughs> and like you're like whatever. And then we honestly barely don't even play the game almost the rest of the year. But outside of that, yeah, I'm waiting for games to be dirt cheap. Like right now, well, thanks. games drop so quick, dude. Oh, dude games drop so the quick. price. Anyone who pays sixty or seventy right out the gate, I'm kind of like, good for you. But at the same especially time, especially if I'll you wait. do it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the last game we did that with uh, was Dread. Was Metroid Dread? We really had that. We just had to have that. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, that was that's one of the best <laughs> modern games I've played in a while. Metroid really? Dread was incredible. That's so on my list to play this year. That's dude, we did like it, New Year's resolution games. That's on my list for. The oh year. my god, nice. dude! It's it's. I like how it's. It, they kept it hard. It's retro style. It's just. It's a great game. Nice. Like I was thinking about it nonstop till we till we beat it. So how long about did it right? take us? Oh, sorry. Oh, so now, go sorry, ahead, Jim. Uh, how long did it take us? Uh, That's tough because we were streaming at different sessions. Um, probably probably six to eight hours. Probably eight maybe. Nice. All right. Not bad. Because, yeah, I saw times all over the map from, like, people beating, like, 5 to, like, 15. I was like... Well, it all depends on what you want to do because there's... We beat it and there were so many other things we didn't discover mm-hmm. because there's, like, hidden things. You can upgrade missiles. Like, it all depends on what you want to go for. You know, if you just want to beat it, you can beat it pretty quick. Or if you just want to collect all the missiles, you know? Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's cool about that game. And it's... Oh, it's a beautiful game. The soundtrack's great. Now, I, I can't it. wait. You guys, since you obviously retro is is your bigger thing, are you more drawn towards the game to try to take like that retro inspired? Like, I think like Jim, you just beat Bla- Blasphemous, mm-hmm. um, Bloodstained. Like these games are kind of like copies of the old school games. Are you more drawn towards those if you are going to go new? Hmm. Uh, it all depends. I yeah, think. like I mean, we were. There's been some of those. So the Bloodstained uh, game, the the first and the one that. Uh, so Curse of the Moon is the one like the original Castlevania line, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, was it Ritual of the Night? Ritual it's of the Night. Kind of like Symphony yep. of the Night. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep, that's right. So, so those were we were way into. Um, and then like when Blazing Chrome came out, because oh, we're huge Contra fans, God, that, that was, game's so good. that game's amazing. So that was hard. a big one for us. Um, 
It, it, so yeah, it, it depends if it falls in line with something we love, like uh, like with the new Tony Hawk remake. I guess that it's a remake, but it's we had to pick that up day one. Like, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> so if it kind of is in the vein of something we are are pretty into, then yes. But it, we don't just we won't just grab something because oh that looks retro. We should try it out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, me. It's funny. Um, because of level 50, I had that backlog. So thanks to actually Jim's wife, uh, I was able to secure a PS5. And oh, wow. one of the first games I started playing was God of the new newer God of War. Um, Hell yeah! I got it for once again like ten bucks. Yeah, <laughs> game's friggin' amazing, and that's like where I'm sinking all my time right now. Um, but like, yeah, just like you guys, I do have those games like my retro collection of like. I go back, reread it every year, but there are some of those titles that I'm trying to like. I'm trying to knock out every single retro Castlevania. Like I've already been on. Oh, you're going through. You pick. You picked a franchise, and that's what we're doing with Contra. Yeah, and we're kind of doing that with Mario too, as well. Uh, that's, that's cool. Just pick a, like a niche cons or yeah. niche series. Because it's like this will be the year of Castlevania. Next year, I know I'll pick something else. Like I know I'm not gonna get into the hype train right now of Elden Ring. Like I know that's. Oh, just... dude! So many people are talking about. I don't even. I haven't seen one second of gameplay. I don't even know what <laughs> people have been talking about it in our live streams. I'm like, I have no idea and no interest. Yeah. It's... Apparently, you just died. That's all I see. Every clip out there is just how people get ridiculously killed out of nowhere. Well, Jim, I mean, obviously, I know you've beaten some big titles, but what are you working on right now? Because I know you're still trying to blast through still kind of big games, right? Yeah, what do you call it? Like the, I haven't had a ton of time this past week to game, but I am still, I put a little bit more time to Astral Chain. So I know Ooh, that one's going to take me a while. That's a game we need to get back to, dude. Yeah. That, that game was sweet. Yeah. And that, like, like, I mean, I know the Switch is underpowered and shit like that, but they just did such a good visual style for that console. You're like, man, this game should not look this good on here. Yeah, so, yeah. it looks great. <laughs> that's like that was a day one pickup for us. What was that? That was a day one pickup for us. Like, oh, that, was it? Oh, sure. Yeah, I think pretty sure we streamed that when we picked it up. Yeah. And then we just got distracted and haven't played it since. <laughs> <laughs> it's very easy to do that. <laughs> oh, can I also thank you guys for showing actual love to sports games? Like, I love the fact that, like, whenever you're, oh. like, streaming and stuff like that, it's like, NHL hits 2003. Yes, I will say, I will say, NHL hits the franchise 2002, 2003 is one of the best arcade sports games and one of the best three player cooperative experiences yeah. you'll ever have. Dude, playing it three player on the same, same team, holy one, crap. One player, that game's good. Yeah. Two player, it's pretty awesome. Three player, <laughs> best freaking best freaking co-op. Especially if you're player. going for the Stanley Cup, yeah. like grinding through that as a three player, dude, it's incredible. Yeah, it's nuts. I I just Probably don't. Need friend. Well, I <laughs> I just don't get why that game. I I still consider it underrated. Like why oh, it's not it's for sure like, when, underrated. When everyone talks, it's always a typical the Tecmo Bowl, NBA Jam, even I, well, it's a lot of nostalgia it. goes into mm -hmm. stuff and. Well, during that era, there was so many midway sports games coming out. Yeah, like it was like NFL Street. Well, those were EA big. Yeah, but still, like the so many, sports so job. many arcade sports were coming out at the time that you know things just it got burnt out. The style got burnt out. It's kind of so a shame a lot of stuff we got... haven't seen a good like. What's that? What's that one? I don't even think it was well received. That two K NBA Ooh. game. Oh, it's a, the NBA still come out, but they're... Yeah, the 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 yeah like. I feel like there's not any like really super the, fun arcadey sports games. The like only that. one I can think of is for the Switch, and that's Mutant Football League. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We, were, we actually went through that for a while. Uh, uh, that one's that one's really fun, but it is more 
it's kind of more simmy. I mean, there is fun arcadey stuff that you know spices it up, and like obviously the elements and stuff. Um, there's rumors that they're making a mutant hockey league remake, yeah, which would be badass. Yeah, I actually badass. asked them, and they were like, "What do you call?" They're like, "Well, if mutant football sells enough. What do you call? Then we'll make mutant hockey." I was like, "For fuck's sake, people buy this!" Yeah, they would. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we've been we've been waiting to see that, but yeah, like Jim said, the fact that you guys have those sports games, I, I love that because they don't they definitely don't get enough love. We've been looking for <laughs> like we've been diving into all the arcade sports games, looking for another three player co op. Yeah, and none of the other games offer it. It's weird. You you can you can do up to four players, but it's you know. 2v2 or there's no like story mode. Some of the craziest shit that I have ever found in gaming. <laughs> the NBA street games they're not three player on the same team but it's 3v3 like what the? And what? It doesn't make any sense. And then you had it there. The game that they the game that they allow you to do that in uh, NBA street home court which was uh, PS3 360 mm -hmm. era you can do three player on the same team, but only in exhibition mode. There's no ladder system. There's no like tournament. There's no it's just pick up and play. That's stupid. Yeah, I wonder. So if initial hits just... is like an anomaly. Yeah, like I wonder. That's a really weird like design decision. I wonder if they're like, well, not you're never gonna get three people playing. I don't. I don't know. That's weird because especially it's with three sixty, you can just do it online at least. Well, yeah, and you can do two v two, so it can support that many users. It yeah. just didn't <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's weird because we've been diving deep trying to be like how do we recreate this in a different sport or yeah. a different game and we can't <laughs> dude that yeah that that's that's really weird but do you guys have any any in the future that you can leak out that you know you're going to start hitting up as far as any more like, arcadey sports games oh arcadey sports games. yeah we've been looking for some i don't know though we've been really trying to find another um you know, three-player one, and the the uh, the ones I haven't really checked is like the PS2 era NBA Jam and like NBA Hoops. It was on the Dreamcast and PS2, um, so I gotta put those in and vet that out. The only one I can think of that would be kind of fun to stream, and it's three-player, but it's not arcade sports. Like it's it's a different three-player experience. Is a affordable space adventure on the Wii U. Yeah, mm. um, it's a puzzle game. It's three-player. It's digital download only. So get it while you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's dude. It's uh. It's one of the most unique experiences of doing three player I've ever played. It's mm -hmm. so it's so cool. We'll be uh. We'll be jamming hard on the new Strikers when that comes out. Oh too. yes, yeah. Mario Strikers. Yeah, so. that 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 that's actually of the announcements. I think that was the one I thought sounded the coolest. Yeah, I hope they don't ruin it because <laughs> the GameCube one's my favorite. The Wii one's all right, but they did too much. It's just. But that's like other sports games lately. Like they just throw so many gimmicks. Like with Mario Golf Rush, like they're like, oh, it's known as Rush Mode. Then it makes it like a cluster fun. Yeah, then it's, it's like, just like to play a golf game. It's yeah, you, you, you did too much to it. Keep it simple, stupid. Dude. Yep. <laughs> well, it's just funny. make it prettier. That's all I need. Yeah, make it prettier. Jim and I add more characters. Jim and I last night just recorded a up to eight player NES sports game. Good old California sports. It's nice. California wow. game. And it was a it was a Patreon request, so I do want to thank you guys. But it's funny because like it seems like uh, when we get our Patreon requests, they just want to hurt us. Like they made us do Donkey Kong sixty four. <laughs> this like it's just Superman sixty four. And it's um it's very interesting. And we love our Patreons and I know or our patrons and Jim, I know we do got a couple questions this week, but like I said, as a sports games, I don't know if you guys ever played that, but if you want to turn I've that into a drinking that. game, don't. It would be 
that, <laughs> the, the control, like, and if you want to turn it into the ultimate drinking game, it would be don't look at the manual because, like, they have like half pipe, BMX racing, uh, roller skating, uh, surfing. Oh, so it's kind of like a, an Olympics kind of style game where it's just yep. different mini. Yeah. What is the What does the cover of that game look like? Just help me. Give me one try. second. The guy on the. Oh, oh yeah, he has it. It's the guy. On, I'm pretty sure it's the guy on the surfboard. I'm almost positive. So like the pink and. No, nope, I have not Our, played that what one. What the I don't heck? Think. That's yeah. a weird cover. That's yeah. a weird cover. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, that's the cover. I I've never played that. <laughs> I've never even heard of that to be honest. Like Dude, that's crazy. That would I would love to see you get. Like I said, the real trick is, don't look at the manual and just play and like because you have to be so precise with it that you're just gonna keep flubbing over and over. If you like take a <laughs> sip of beer every time you do, you guys will get fucked up almost immediately. I mean, that sounds. That actually sounds really fun to get a bunch of people together and be like, "Let's play this." Don't look it up. Yeah. yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Well, that's why I said it's eight player supported, but really, it's one of those you lose your turn, you pass the remote over. You pass it. Supports it. up to eight I mean, people. I I cool. really enjoy those Olympic style like mini game. There's one on the PS2 by Konami. What ESPN Track and Field? Oh yeah. ESPN <laughs> Track and Field is. You're going to put it in and be like, this game sucks. No, it doesn't. It, dude, it's, <laughs> it's so much fun to just be like, oh, I did better than you in that. Yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh, it's all for bragging right. Even when it's it a game is. you guys don't care about, that's all you want is the bragging right. Like, haha, I beat yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I got a higher jump than you. <laughs> dude, still to this day, Jim's proudest moment, and it's the game he loves like the most from the Dreamcast, is beating me and typing of the dead. I was like, I don't yeah. care that you can type mind. better than me. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what a, what a nice, useful skill you have. Yeah. <laughs> I practiced at work. <laughs> so, Jamber, speaking of our awesome patrons, what questions we got this week that we can answer with Wes and Rob? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we'll answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from Burn Retinas. What is your favorite performance in a movie from an athlete, and what would be the worst? Ooh, from an athlete? Ooh, I got one. I instantly think of Naked Gun. Me Dude, too. I was just about to say OJ. OJ and Naked son Gun. That scene. He now, kicks through the door. They oh the the hand that he uh, the bar, the he steps into a bear trap. He falls into a wedding cake. I like how we all thought of Dude, that. Dude, as soon as he said, I said fucking OJ, and then I was like. Mm. Nobody's we were, gonna pick dude, that. No joke. We were talking about Naked Gun before we got on the podcast. Yeah. Like that's shit. Now I gotta think. Like, can we count? Yeah. Can we count professional wrestlers? Oh, I mean, they live. Athletic. I mean, they're athletic. They live. That's Ooh, like, they live is great. I mean, shit. dude, what's that Hulk Hogan movie? No holds barred. No, no holds barred. barred. Yeah, oh, that so suburban commando. Suburban commando yeah. is great. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that had was that the one with Undertaker too? Wasn't he the bad Ooh, guy? Undertaker's in it. Yes, he's he was the bad guy. He has no. Yep. What? I haven't seen I that. Mean, I haven't oh, seen dude. that. Turtles, Turtles two. Kevin Nash is Shredder. Yep. I mean, that's true. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's Shredder. Yes, he is. He's um, super Shredder in that. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Did you guys with the see... new Turtles? Sheamus is in that. Sheamus. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh, the newest? Uh, the fuck is it? Oh, Suicide Squad or Peacemaker with John Cena? I haven't seen those yet. Oh, John Cena's a Peacemaker. I've yeah, heard really like, good things, even though I'm not a big John Cena fan. I, I could care less about him, but I'll tell you what, it's actually just, it's funnier than it deserves to be. It's one of those I had zero expectations. I was like, 
God damn it, why do I like it? And the soundtrack is actually really good. So. Yeah, I might need to check it out now. Because I was like, John Cena, I'm going to hate it. Damn, but I'm trying to think, like, what's another good... What are, like, regular movies I mean, we're probably athlete? missing something that someone out there is going to, like, some film buff's going to be like, why didn't you mention Brian's song with yeah. Gail Sayers? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, something like that. There's some, like, you know... Oh, uh, man. We I got Mars Attacks, Jim Brown. Ooh, Ooh, that is Mars a good a, one. That's a deep cut. Because it's not just, even a great... He's not a great actor at all, but he plays his role exceptionally well in a fantastic movie that's underrated. Uh, uh, what about Dan Marino uh, and Ace Ventura? Oh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. I like how we're pulling out comedies. Like, yeah. And they play them... Like, that's, dude, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. That movie's so dude, good. it's so ridiculous. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, it's funny. Athletes, I'm trying to think, like, I think OJ, that, it's it's weird that we all thought that. Yeah, we all, what about a worst one, though? Hmm. Okay, a worst one. Well, I mean, we were we were dicking off, but I mean those Hogan movies. Come yeah, on. those are definitely. <laughs> dude, there's so many scenes. What's in you know, Noah's bars? He's shirtless, wearing short shorts, just showing off his body. Like, yeah, it's, it's just like. Why are you shirtless interrogating somebody? Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it, but uh, you could then go through the whole catalog of the Rocks movies, and then probably like Tooth Fairy Ooh. probably wasn't too good. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's not good. <laughs> well, the I'm I'm not a big fan of the Fast and Furious just because there's so many of well, them, and point, and there's there's they're adding more wrestlers to that. Like, isn't there like another wrestler in uh, that? Ronda Rousey was in it. And oh, then, she's in that too. And yeah, like they're, they 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 just start adding really goofy ones. Oh, you uh, know what? Oh, fuck. oh I saw. Uh, what I was saw. That I saw a terrible movie on Netflix with John Cena. Um, it's like some this couple goes to Hawaii and John Cena crashes them and and it's just a party movie. It was terrible. Oh, oh wait, Blockers. Blockers. That movie. Yeah. Where he like stopping his, trying to stop his daughter from getting laid at a party or something? No, no. This is this is a different movie than that. This oh. is this couple goes to Hawaii to celebrate like their wedding or something, and John Cena and his girlfriend show up and just keep like partying with them and like drug them. It's mm. it's terrible, oh. dude. This sounds like you're making this up. No, I'm not, dude. A coworker recommended it to me, and I watched it. And then you were like, "We can't be friends." And then we can't <laughs> be friends because it was terrible. You know what? Actually, I thought of someone who I never in a million years what I thought would have been funny, but in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Batista as uh, oh. what's his face, uh, Drax. Drax. Like he was, he's stupid. But I was like, whatever. It um, is weird that most of the uh, professional athletes we're talking about are, are professional wrestlers. wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, they're wrestlers. <laughs> Which, they're already, like, used to acting, so... Yeah, they're already entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But it is weird that when you get big enough as a wrestler, you become a movie actor. Like, that's a weird transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess... Or they at least try. Yeah. <laughs> or try, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, for my worst, uh, I guess... All right, so this is another weird deep cut, but... Okay. So that movie, This Is 40, with uh, Paul Rudd. Ooh, oh, I yeah. love, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I watched it, I was like, all right, this is okay. But then randomly in the middle of it, when they're at, like, a party, like, three flyers show up. So it's, like, Scott Hartnell, James Van Riemsdyk, and, like, some other guy. I forget which one. So I was just Weird. like, what the hell are these guys doing here? And, like, you don't expect a lot. Like, they can barely talk as is. And <laughs> there's in there, I'm like, what, why, why was this in here? Like, they were just for these guys to randomly be here. They were just in town the day they were shooting. And they were like, let's put you in the movie or I something. Yes, or unless uh, Apatow was a big Flyers fan out of nowhere, and I had no idea. <laughs> he might be. 
No, that is that is a great question and one I definitely want to. After some research, I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I'm sure there's a lot we're not we're not thinking of. Yeah, yeah. that that was uh, burn retinas, right? Yep. See, I didn't say G this time. <laughs> Good job, Brian. You're finally learning. Next up from Alex Perez. I'm sure you've <clears throat> talked about this before at some point, but how'd you guys meet? Ooh. We've already kind of yeah, shown yeah. us shown us shown you ours. Now you can show us yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we talked about this. Um, we went to this. We went to the same high school. Didn't know oh, each wow. other, but because we our graduating class was like how many people, Jim? Like at least six hundred, eight hundred, oh, something like that. I thought it was me, even. Dude. Yeah. So, big school. Didn't know each other. Um, went to college, and it just so happened uh, this one chick Mutual I friends. knew from high school new gym we had kind of sat together got on a uh like first day design team together and it's funny because me jim and our buddies matt and chris we still are friends with today the other person we kind of cut out but <laughs> but like sorry glenn <laughs> but like yeah it was he like out because of his name <laughs> it was funny though because then like we found out like where we went to the same high school Turned out I might have hit Jim in the head with a lemon at a lunch table one time. Like, wow, There's nice. this, like, whole weird connection. You're a bully. <laughs> it wasn't purposeful. <laughs> but, yeah, and then, like, basically since then, you know, we've been friends, and now we're even more connected because Jim's wife is the sister of my wife. Um, Whoa. And they're, yeah, like, it, it, was, it was a weird thing, but it was always a joke we used to say. Um, I was like, Jim, one day you're going to become part of my family. And then I never sure said this, enough, by the way. No, I had no part of this. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. And here you are. Here we are. Uh, just two nerds wow. drinking beers, playing games many years later. So Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, you already hit it off um, earlier. But I was going to ask, like, how did you guys end up, without knowing each other before, how did you end up on the same band? Okay, so this is, this is kind of weird. This is kind of like a, like a Tinder tinder thing but there was, a, <laughs> yeah. there was a facebook ad i remember i was scrolling when i was on my work break a facebook ad for a bass player wanted mm. and for this for this local band and i was like hey i barely play bass i wonder if i should try auditioning for this band <laughs> and so so i learned a couple songs went to practice yeah it's literally from an ad nice nice <laughs> we're from like, an ad and here's the funny part is uh ryan our our guy that we that i founded the band with me and him uh ryan showed me a picture of robert playing live with this lime green bass guitar with lime green strings and i said no way he cannot be our bass player <laughs> well, you, and ryan's like dude don't be that way like let's give him a shot and i'm like ah dude no i can't yeah he and, were instantly against yeah. instantly against me still is but i'm but i stuck my way in yeah, and here uh, we are. my lime green bass is practice bass only i've learned my lesson but i was Back then, I was like 1920. I didn't know anything about tone, sound. I yeah. was just like, this looks cool. I'm going to play <laughs> exactly. it. You know? Now, do you keep the green strings out of spite? No, well, it's it's my practice base. So, yeah, I have to Oh, no, you should strings. put the green strings on everything at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, should, I should bring it back and be like, yeah. look what I got. <laughs> oh, dude, you guys got to do a special video where you make Wes play it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, great question, Alex, though. Thank you, bud. Yep. And last up from Phony Montana, do you think movie theaters will ever make a full comeback or will it continue to go downward like arcades? Ooh. I mean, they're open in our area, I think. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a niche thing. I think we're seeing, so a full comeback, I guess my answer would be probably not, but I do think we will see 
kind of a rise. I'm guessing, I don't know what your guys' area's like, but like barcades are taking off. Mm -hmm. I think that demographic, Nostalgia. our demographic is who they are going to be aimed for. So you're going to see like brewery type movie, restaurant type type places um, that have a theater. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll so be it's kind more of than it's more than just a movie theater. It's it's just everything. A full experience. Yeah, I, yeah. two years before the pandemic, actually, um, uh, uh, there was like four or five i'd say near us where they were theaters that serve beer too and to us that was that was a big deal like pa also yeah, has cool. some of the most ridiculous beer laws and but they <laughs> lo loosened up and yeah we are starting to see like local breweries will be on tap at this place this place honestly movies i didn't really care about i'd be like to wife like hey let's go over there let's uh so i can Have drink something <laughs> while doing it like it is a different experience I think I think that too. Like I think something like that, people are gonna want to have an excuse to go out and to yeah, maximize. Yeah, it's a good way to time. get out of the house. Yeah, like it's. I mean, it's tough though with streaming, and you can you can get stuff on demand now. It's uh, too. We'll say that a couple like a couple mom and pop movie theaters that have been around for a long time in in the Des Moines area have closed. Mm -hmm. You know, because that sucks. Yeah. There's no demand for it because they would just off. They would only play a few movies that you know, and then they didn't offer anything but popcorn and. I think there's. There's always going to at least be a little demand there, and, and the reason I think that is uh, a, a very unique parallel, I think. But, you know, we've created this amazing in-home experience, and it, it it is so easy to do on, on a relatively low budget, but live sports still do very yeah. well. And and I would argue that the experience of an of, uh, NFL game Ooh. is probably better at home in most cases than you go there and you, you don't have access to all the bells and whistles yep. that you have at home right but there's still something about the connectivity and going somewhere to Other enjoy people. something so i think i think there's i don't think they'll go away but the the question ultimately asked will they make a resurgence now i would say yeah. negative on that but they'll, they'll still be around Dude, in yeah. different forms and fashions i think even some drive-throughs are coming back yep. it is fun going to the theater and enjoying a movie with an audience because if I watch a comedy at home, I'm like, oh, that was funny, but I didn't laugh out loud. But if I'm in a theater and there's a crowd and we're laughing, I'll laugh out loud because it's just because like, you hear someone else. Because I hear someone else laughing, I peer pressure. And like, yeah, peer pressure. <laughs> peer pressure. Uh, Bro, looking at you. Why are you they laughing? Are. You should laugh too. I mean, and then but, where else are like yeah. awkward ass teenagers going to go on their first or second dates and where exactly got to go to the theater? You know, like that. I always Hold looked hands. at that like. That's the place you go with a group of like buddies or friends, or if you are, do have a girlfriend as a teenager, like that's that's always that's going to be the thing because that is the getaway, other than just staying home. So yeah, I hope it's not. And it is, you know, it, it is fun to you know go to the theater and not be on your phone. It's mm -hmm. a good like takeaway from social media and all that stuff. You know, it, it'll come in cycles, like everything yeah. else. I think that right there, what you just said, just like. For a while there people were like no one's gonna listen to vinyl anymore and there's still like <laughs> a market is. out there so you know i love vinyl mm -hmm. i love vinyl. Yeah, people want film they want to see like they want to go there they want the the popcorn of this or that like it, shit. they want the break they want to get out of the house you know yeah. it's they want to step away something about the physical media as our background show <laughs> like we yeah. love the physical like we there is something to that and i'm sure there will be generations that, as they get older, they'll appreciate it because it is a little too easy, you know. And yeah. sitting at home, I don't know if you guys go through the same thing. Any of your streaming services, like, oh, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. On a like little oh. thumb, like how many things you just pass I'll, by, dude. I'll spend thirty minutes <laughs> scrolling, <Yep. laughs> and then be like, oh, 
don't have time anymore. <laughs> yeah. Didn't watch a single thing. I've I've done my best to hold out. Like I don't have any streaming services Woo! except for Peacock because wow. of because of wrestling of, of WWE uh, <laughs> Network. Yeah. Yep. Um, and. I don't have cable. I just get. Uh, I have rabbit ears on the CRTs in here, and then out there so I've got. So old school. Damn, but I, nice. I, I respect it. Well, I, I like simple. I like simple. I like picking a movie or two that I I watch for like a week, mm-hmm. and I fall asleep to them and whatever. But I like. I, I in a weird way, I kind of study them. I fully understand uh, what I'm what I'm, you know, watching. Um, so. I've tried keeping it that way because I remember back in the day you'd rent a movie or two and you'd watch it all weekend. That's all you. Yeah, that's all. You, even if it sucked. <clears throat> yeah, like Chopping Mall, and yeah. now you're wearing the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the most misleading cover ever to a goddamn yes. movie. Oh you're like, what the fuck does this have to do with the it movie? <laughs> They're not shopping. They're not shopping. <laughs> no, I, there. I mean, and and I think we're all in the same boat. The the nostalgia of going to a video store, running a game, running a movie, having it for a limited t- time made you appreciate it. Shit, albums. N- no, oh, yeah. Nobody anymore sits and listens to an entire album. No. Like, you're like, I'll download Ev- this one song. Every, everything's about singles. Everything's yeah. about, yeah, just one song. But we were talking about that a couple days ago. Like, there's no, like, full album experiences anymore except for, like, a few select bands here and there. And yeah. it's, it's kind of sucks because I love albums you know, because you put time into, like, the song organization, mm-hmm. you tell a story, you know? And it's not a story I don't think of, like, oh, it was better then than it is now, or it's better now than it was then. Because, guys, if we could have told ourselves what we would have access oh, to today when we were younger, dude, we'd we be would like, let's go. Yeah, we'd like, shit now. our pants. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we would freak out. But then it's one of those deals when now that you're here, you're kind of like, back. you know what, I don't know that I want to go back. I've been there, I've done that. But you, you do appreciate the essence of the time. Um, you know, there we could talk music, wrestling, or whatever. There are things that are super important to us and and you guys that one of the other parties has missed because we just didn't have access to it. Yep. It's up, not what yeah. your friends were playing or something. Now we have access to everything, but maybe it makes us appreciate those things a little bit less. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's. It, I put I'll put on a movie on Netflix and be on my phone and oh be like okay that was cool yeah and then not remember anything you know and it's just right. it's just the it's just the time of the era you know yeah but then again the kids will never get to experience the joy of buying an album for that one hit song they had and listening to the rest and going man the rest of this is dog shit this band was a one hit wonder yeah. but then there's uh, there's also those albums that you know the sleepers you, you dig into from back then that like front to back you know had two or three radio hits and then the, the whole thing is just it's just a, a, an amazing piece mm-hmm. of work oh yeah yeah i uh i my my big thing i'd say in life is setting like challenges if you will and a couple years ago, it's something I'm still doing because it'll take me forever. But one <laughs> of the old like Rolling Stones, like top 500 albums of all time, I, I, I can tell you more than 70 percent of the albums on there I've never even listened to. But I'm dedicating like I'll listen to the whole album in one sitting. Wow! And it's taking me forever. I'm in the like That's 300s sweet. or something. But I'm just like doing it because I'm like I would never listen to these anyway. And it's introduced me to some bands and songs that I, like otherwise I would never in my life listen to. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I used I used to be a part of a uh, vinyl club where they would send a vinyl a month mm-hmm. and right to your doorstep. And I, I I I have so many vinyls where I'm like, I have no idea who this band is. <laughs> I've never heard of this vinyl, but 
I put the vinyl on and I listened to it and it's like, dude, this is a great album. Yeah. This is a great and they like it's it's really cool. It it like opened my eyes to like all these new bands and songs and dude that excitement of finding a new something, a new song or it's like both you get pissed off, you're like, I didn't know about this for this many years. Yes, and yes. and like, oh cool, now it's like open a doorway. But like it Yeah. Yeah, there's there's that, that dichotomy of like shit, I could just be comfortable listening to shit I like all the time or try this new stuff. Yeah, it, it's tough. I mean and that goes with video games, movies, everything we're talking it, about. It applies to it yeah. applies to every type of media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if you guys are like us we probably appreciate certain movies from early 2000s to mid 2000s and late 90s probably more because we saw them in theaters with that group experience yep. so, and we watched them so many times if you watch them now in isolation or a newer generation you're like that movie's not that good you're like but yeah it is and you try yeah, it is. Yeah, it no, is. you just don't get it yeah. you don't get it it's funny yeah <laughs> um dead man on campus is a classic damn it <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen that son of a bitch jim <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if only my powers would be good. <laughs> no, but that, uh, who was that from? That was from Alex? Uh, no, that was from Funny Man. Funny Montana. Thank, no, but I think that is a great question, and I don't ever want to see theaters fully go away. I don't want them to be so yeah. niche that there's, like, one in every town. Like, I I want enough that if I ever truly want to go see a movie, I can just go. So, yep. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, but that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to all of our patrons. Two bucks a month gets you access to our Patreon. Five bucks and up, you get game review requests and bonus episodes. Little as one dollar, you can check out some of our other videos that we just put out there as bonus content. So you'll get the unedited play, us playing California games coming up. <laughs> you'll get us trying the weird soda beers, me doing the hot chip challenge, all that kind of good stuff. So wow. definitely check out the Patreon and check out all the tiers. Whatever you like, we appreciate all the help. And also make sure to head over to iTunes and Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. We will read any five-star review put on there. Feel free to bash away. We don't care. <laughs> and actually, you guys asked, and we finally set up a Discord. So link will be below to our Discord if you're into that kind of thing. Yep. All right, gents. So we're back. Uh, how did those first beers treat you? So the exile pretty, beer for you. What'd you yeah. guys think? Pretty. It's pretty, pretty good. solid. We've uh, had it. We've had it a lot. Yeah, we've been down that long. Yeah. So I poured uh, another. Yeah. It's. It, I, it's it's just a good staple Hefeweizen to have around. You know, I think you guys have probably found Hefeweizens are a very hard beer for breweries to nail. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you find a good one, um, it's one of my favorite styles, but it's the hardest to find a good one. Mm -hmm. And it's... Mm -hmm. This one's serviceable, but it's not my favorite Hefeweizen. No, but it's but, probably a but solid for a, seven. For a local brewery, yeah. like, very well done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a style that... It's not super common for breweries to even try. So yeah, when yep. you do find it, you're like, oh shit, this is a, this is one to hang on yeah, to. Like when we go to like yep. restaurants and stuff, and there's a Hefeweizen, we usually try it, Just and then it's you, it's usually like, uh, okay, move on. Yeah, usually <laughs> it's, a, it's a letdown. Yep. Yeah, what about you, Chambers? How was that uh, German beer you can't pronounce? Yeah, my Gefrigen Fuken Frockenfrocken. It was a, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. Like there's nothing special about it. Like it's a fine wheat beer. It was super easy to drink. Went down super smooth. It was good. I have no complaints about it. But I have nothing special to say about it either. And during the first set, I also drank a New Belgium Summer Bliss, which Ooh, is wow. a nice, very citrusy, slightly on the hazy side, but it's a nice uh, tropical wheat and 
the citrus really comes through strong there, but it's a tasty it's good boy. summer beer. Yeah, yeah. So you're too deep. I, you're it too deep. Is from the summer. It's yeah. a little old. <laughs> and I got a couple Coors Lights to hold me over for the rest of the night. All right. Wow. Nice. And a Coors Light flag behind you. Oh no, he's, he's sir, got the Keystone. good old Keystone. Oh, Keystone <laughs> Light. Worse. That's worse than Coors Light. <laughs> oh, that's like that's like the bottom of all the barrels of Coors Light. But like when I go to the shore with my brother, we go through. Well, back in the day, we used to go through a lot more, but. We'll basically buy a couple cases of Keystone to last us the week because we always have like a whole uh, family vacation together. So, I nice. don't think I've ever had Keystone Light. Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> imagine imagine Coors Light, but just a little crappier. That's all. Uh, I don't. A little crappier. I'll just pick up something else. Yeah. Uh, if you want 30, 36 delicious beers for 17 bucks, Brian, I don't know how, you know, where else it's you like, can go with that. It's basically like Coors Light <laughs> farted into a glass of water. Like, come on, let's, get, let's grow up here. That yeah, but is... if I'm going to buy a dirty 30, it's going to be like Old Mill or Hams yeah. or something. You guys get, get hams regularly. It's funny. I as soon as hams. you said ham, I was like, we did a uh, a power hour drinking every time we did every minute 80s and 70s beer commercial oh. and dude like some of those old commercials my god and i'm like i need to like unfortunately half of them i don't even know if they're still around but some parts like you guys got ham we can't find it here so i'm like, oh, I, just, like, like I need that beer from the land of the sky blue water. yeah I need <laughs> exactly oh, dude, so, those uh, old commercials were hilarious if you guys ever ever get over into our area uh, we have a place we need to take you it'd be a real treat so it's oh, yeah. it's it's tied to um the um it's called the, the bait shop is L the place it's L, L bait, bait shop yeah okay. it's got the most uh handles um in in, oh, in sure. town but the main restaurant is called the high life lounge Ooh. and it's all <laughs> like the menus like meatloaf spam <clears throat> egg and cheese sandwiches like casserole yeah uh, but the 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 tappers in the high life side is all beers brewed before '79 and prior. Really? So Shit. it's it's Old Mill, Hams, Schlitz, Grain Belt, High, High Life, Life and, and and that's all they have on dude, that side. Dude, that's dude, awesome. High Life Lounge is one of the one of my favorite places in Des Moines. It's yeah, so good. Their bacon wrapped tater tots uh, made it on like diners, drives, drive-ins, and dives yeah. um, at one point. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, and that that's dude. one of my favorite places food. like that, dude. Come. Uh, number one, perfect hangover food, and it is like, yeah, you're not going there for some fancy shit. You're going there like no, and just... it's it's cheap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You walk in, there's wood paneling. It it feels like you're walking into the '70s when you walk in there. Yeah. It's, and what's crazy is like right next door, like through a tunnel, it's a different it's world. Heaven. Different. Yeah, you got fucking 200 taps of different craft <laughs> beer from I mean, Iowa. Like it's crazy. You can get a slab of gnarly meatloaf, crinkle cut fries coleslaw and a glass of freaking hams for like under 10 bucks like the quantity is probably like how is this even oh, happening I, I walk out of there so stuffed all the time <laughs> it's, it's so good <laughs> yeah i uh yeah definitely if we ever come up there we're definitely gonna check that i mean that's that those are a type of place for us like you said diner and jim and i like the east coast has our thing with like the late night diners and yeah that's something if there's anything I do miss about the staying out to three or four in the morning drinking is your ass off, is, is the diner experience. I feel like all that stuff's gone now because yeah. of COVID. Everything closes. Or, mm. There's nothing open anymore. Yeah. Oh, just going in and just eating the shittiest of shit with people <laughs> People who are cooking it don't give a rat's yeah. ass. Dude, oh, yeah. Going to a Waffle House, they're smoking cigarettes, they're ashing it into your pancakes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's living. Yep. That is living. <laughs> that's an experience you just... 
You, you gotta live to understand it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> one, one of our finest bachelor parties, what do you call it? We went to a Waffle House at like 4 a.m. and we're basically like sitting there across from like the strippers we had just seen. And like they <laughs> oh, we walked in, eating. they're like, you're not us. We're like, I, we know, yeah. <laughs> we know. Yeah, in, in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are both in Philly now? Yeah, so um, we're like, so we always say Philly for the sake of it, but like we're right in the suburbs of Philly, but we both grew up in Philly proper. And Okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah we're only like 10 minutes I've, from each other. So. I don't think I've ever been to, to Philly. The, when you come, hit us up. We'll show you around. But yeah. I love, it's always sunny. Dude, well, you know what's funny? <laughs> <clears throat> Philly used to have like it, the most, I'd say, common, like it's just a dirtbag town, like a lot of big cities. And then it actually has gotten much better. And from a beer scene and like food scene, like we've upped our game. You're not definitely going to get murdered now when you walk around. <laughs> You're not definitely um, going to get there's murdered. There's not quite as many crackheads, but it's like, it's, it's gotten so much better. But like, a lot of places like everywhere else got fucked up with COVID and yeah. everything else going on. But yeah, definitely. Um, I know you guys, I know you go to a lot of conventions, but if you ever do make it out to like a too many games, we'll have to take you out. Dude, that, that's on our bucket that's, list. That's so on our bucket th that list. is a high probability this year, actually, because oh, we've sure. been trying to, we've been trying to like check out like all the mainline ones and that's mm -hmm. when we haven't hit. Yeah. And we, we just went to siege last year. Siege. So, Okay. We did really like it, but we we haven't been to too many games. We haven't been to Retro Palooza in Texas. Uh, I want to get so, to Retro Palooza. Yeah, dude, those are two that we're gonna. We're, we're, we went to we went to PRGE twenty nineteen. That was fun. Mm, nice Portland suite. So um, too many games in uh, Retro Palooza are kind of on our bucket list this year. So yeah. hopefully we can get it done. Yeah, and definitely if we link up, we're gonna do some epic drinking because we gotta we gotta drink some beers our for buddy sure. uh, our buddy dan from console wars every year like when we meet up with them we get way too fucked up together yeah, so, we, we might need to just make a, a battle plan like joined hotel rooms leave the door exact, wide open that's exactly what we do and just and just open cooler yep. just yeah you guys uh yeah we'll we'll bring uh we fly light, but we can bring some uh, bring some consoles, and uh, we have to be ready we'll to rip. We'll supply plenty of beer. <laughs> Perfect. Every, every too many games on blackout by like seven o'clock, yeah. and then we still stay out until like one in the morning. You may have to be like and lost and go home. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. And then going to the convention the next day hungover is so good. Oh, dude, it's yeah, yeah. You don't care. You end up you're like. I may get some bad conventions. You're like, no, I'm really just here to drink and just fuck. Yeah, you're like, I don't people. really care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely look forward to it. But it's funny, both you guys, everyone here so far has said what I'm about to say for that new trail beer I did, that Flint. It's fine. It's it's if you've ever had a hazy IPA, it's a hazy it's, IPA. It's yeah. it doesn't do anything special. Um, I decided to move on to the Spellbound Brewing's Porter Aged in Palo Santo Wood. I don't oh, know what kind of wood that is. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like it's, uh, it's like some sort of Mexican wood. It, it, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so it's like so it's gonna have it's gonna have like a taco taste. In it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I can't. You know, I hate these beers that do this, but it's six point nine percent. Okay, so thirty five IBUs. Okay. The stupidest thing that I hate that beers are putting on there now is forty SRM. Like, why do you have to tell me what color What's, scale it's on? That's the color scale what, of beer. Not, we have not seen that in our area. What's it? I've so never seen that before. It's called SRM, and basically, beers started. I just started noticing the last couple episodes. Um, it's if you look at the color scale of beer, it's letting you know 
it's going to be a dark beer. And you're like, <laughs> what? that's what your eyeballs that's so, are for. That's so stupid. I'm like, I don't give a shit. SRM. Like, what I'm does not SRM gonna, stand for? That I do not remember. I, but I, I was like, why are you doing this? But speaking of beers, one other thing Jim and I nitpicked about <laughs> is, do you guys notice the oversimplification of beer labels recently? Like the, the, the minimalist conversion? Ooh, it, it, I have noticed it, but I will say we... Uh, I don't know if you guys get this in your area, but we just recently got into Drecker. They're from North Dakota. Uh, their their labels and their beer. First off, their beer incredible, but the labels are so complex but and crazy. It is worth noting, every beer we've had from them hidden in their label yeah. is a pentagram. Dude, every beer. <laughs> so every nice. beer they might dude. This, they might brewery things that we don't. This brewery might be the devil. Yeah, okay. but they make good beer. And they're using the pick of destiny to brew it for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, I'm looking at their labels now. The brain squeeze smoothie sour. Yeah, yeah, that we have cool. that in our fridge right now. Like, yeah, dude, the labels are crazy. I see. So, obviously, Jim and I have said this: labels do not indicate quality. But goddamn it, just like going to the video store and picking it out. Like oh, you're the, picking the up. I appeal like it's yeah. oh cool. This one they put yeah. a lot of effort. I hate the labels. They're like, we're going to be so minimalist and be like, it's just beer. I'm not going to pick it up. You, dude, you bring up such a great point that I've never even thought of, but now my brain is like, <laughs> oh, I'm, like I'm on the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah. like, like, beer is our new... It's our new video that stores, is. dude. For us, you walk in yep. and just you browse the shelves because a lot of the... times you don't know. You're just going off of whatever you see. I love this, <laughs> yeah. dude. Jim and I have talked about like some of our favorite breweries have just went from classic, awesome, like '80s horror movie style friggin' uh, labels to literally just a couple boring ass words and clip art we're like what the fuck like it doesn't even look appealing they're just trying to simplify and, it and yeah That's yeah stupid. the video store experience is now our beer store experience i stand <laughs> there we're we're officially old <laughs> yep. um library i'm a man of class with the books and all and the reading and stuff your hentai doesn't count, I, think, I think somehow we <laughs> could does. get a, uh, a good tagline video title or t-shirt out of this yeah we just gotta think yeah. of it yeah yeah like Hmm. There's something here, dude. You just you just lit a <laughs> wick. Dude, he didn't even know you were doing it. He's so <laughs> excited right now. Dude, well, like I said, it's the beer labels. It's something, and I bring it up once again. It, the brewers we've talked to now, granted, are the ones that still hire artists to do them legit. But they're more, I don't even know if PC is the right word, but they're like trying to toe the line to like, well, everyone has a creative decision. I'm like, or are they just being lazy and phoning in these goddamn labels? Yeah, they probably are. So, I think I think you kind of get to a a, a a deal where there there's there's brewers and breweries where it's an art and it's mm -hmm. a passion. Yeah. And if if everything's aligned in that organization, it's gonna traject that way. And then when it becomes an issue of just getting it out, producing it, and you know, I think there's breweries. Everybody wants their stuff to sell, but that's they they want to put something something out there proud of. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's ones that maybe get somebody who's a little too marketing in the building and it's like well this is what's selling for yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. you know whatever yeah if you look at bud light everything's simple and they sell the most beer ever and so they go that route and you know i don't know what's right or wrong i know we cost ourselves a lot of money out of dumb decisions we do on the channel but, but <laughs> yeah. we we, we want to keep it the way we want to keep it yeah. you know well mm -hmm. I, i've noticed two things in the beer scene so uh first off i think because of covid 
people are starting to simplify their homes. You know, people want that simplified look, so that maybe why is the beer things going? Yeah. But then also, we had a beer recently, where we we got the beer and it was a collaboration beer, and I was like, uh, what's going on with this label? And I peeled the label off. It was a repackaged label from a different beer. Oh, Jesus. And now they just put a wrap on. They it. just put a wrap, and I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like I was like instantly disappointed. Like I was like, I don't even. That's that's stupid. I don't get like. You know what it is? I, I think there's a, a, a point to some people are trying to make their their logo, their label be such a brand that they want it simple for the fact that they can throw it on anything. Whereas, like yeah. you said, Drecker, like they're going oh, balls dude, out. Yeah, they're going label. balls deep, dude, for yeah. sure. <laughs> that, But, like, that's the thing. Like, I appreciate that added effort, and that's going to get my dollars more every time, and I'm going to buy them. Because, like, I appreciate that. not And, once again, it doesn't mean they're the greatest quality. It just means, no, like, that. but they are. Some eye appeal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it, it's about a holistic experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could have the best, best brew you have ever had. Mm-hmm. But, man, if it comes in some of the coolest packaging you've ever seen, too. That sells yeah, that's it. Just, that's just going to gonna hit. Yeah. It's just going to hit a little better. I mean, as long as the SRM on all these beers is correct, <laughs> that's all that really fucking matters. The SRM, <laughs> dude. I... I haven't seen that in our area. We're going to have to keep our eyes peeled. I haven't been looking forward to I'm excited to the next couple episodes to review the SRM. Be like, uh, this isn't accurate. Yeah. This is about three numbers off. Like, IBUs, I almost kind of got. But, like, anyone who drinks enough craft beer, you're like, all right, higher IBU, it's bitter. Like, But I don't ever, I've never picked up a beer, but, like, well, that IBU is way off. I'm not happy. Yeah, I don't look at IBUs. (laughs) Who's looking at, (laughs) that's so dumb. And I would love to know how they measure that. Like, I mean, is there like a. Dude, there's somebody that works at a brewery. That's their job. That's their job. Yeah, or it's like a simple. I, I, in that case, I think it's almost like a pool test. Like you dip, dip the stick in, and it's like the pH <laughs> levels and shit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's some chlorine in there. No, but like you said, I, I'm curious, and I will say this: uh, this porter, the the smoked flavor, is very minimal. But uh, I will say that, like when, so I like porters mm-hmm. and I like stouts. But when you start doing weird things to porters, it's like you should have just made this a stout. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially every stout's a porter, so you might as well just go that way anyway. Yeah, you might as well yeah. make it a stout and then barrel age it or shit. then put it, yeah. Yeah, but no, it, like you said, I, I love that I can dive deep into beer talk with you guys because, <laughs> Wes, when you just said that video store thing, now I'm also thinking, like, I was overwhelmed today because I'm like, God damn it, every single <laughs> beer has 13 different flavors in it too. I'm like, there is a part of me that almost wants to go, what's a more simple beer that's still a craft beer? Yeah. I can try, and that's getting harder and harder because everything is like sour, with like licorice. Hey. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> the yeah, it makes no sense. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, tasty. <sighs> but yeah. So, enough beer talk for now, Jim. What uh, <laughs> what topic did we have up? All right, so first yeah, we had up. some topics. Yeah. <laughs> So first up, from uh, Mr. Mario 11. So this is actually, I threw this on here because I was like, this is the most bizarre promotion I've ever heard for anything. So apparently in German, German eBay, you can enter a raffle by selling your PS4 to German eBay to have a chance at a, to buy a PS5. Dude, so not a guarantee, but to have the chance is, to get into a raffle to maybe get a PS5. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like... The fact that you have to sell your modernish console for a chance. Just a chance. That you don't even... It's a bad gamble. Yeah, like, why would you do that? I'm still playing my PS4. The PS4 is awesome. Like, 
I have no. I mean, I know I wouldn't do it. I would not. With do all it. your listeners, not everybody's in, in in you know in the United States and in our neck of the woods. But I mean, ten dollar PS4 games and under are everywhere. Bad move. Yeah. And most of the PS5 games releasing are for PS4. So exactly. Like, they're just modified. They're yeah enhanced exactly. PS4 games. So. Uh, I. Uh, Maybe they have multiple PS4s, and you're like, but oh, like I can spend like, it. How is, what how a is, weird thing. Like, how is, how is Sony in bed with eBay? That's the part. Like, why are like why why are they going through? Yeah, eBay like who? Like, and why is, why does that? Why does why does Sony care? Like, so so what Sony's <laughs> wanting you to do is rid your house of a Sony console so that you have to have a Sony console. They're banking on oh. the fact that you won't win yeah. the, the That's a good, you won't win the PS5. But now you're going to be lonely. So then you'll buy the PS5. Yes. See, cuz why would you oh. buy a PS4 if yeah. you just sold it? Cuz you just sold the PS4. So you want the new thing. That's a that okay, now that we're thinking about it, that's genius marketing. I mean, I'm just going to go out and say best thing I've ever heard. Of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're just like we're not. We don't want that secondhand market to get any money. We want it all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's, it's so a weird. really weird deal, and I and and why they isolated it. Like, I think Germany's the test market. They're like, well, we don't really want this to go out on the global scale unless it works. Yeah, you start if it somewhere. works, then then we're going to expand this thing. Yeah, but now that we learn that. It, it does work. You'll sell your PS4 to get a yeah. PS5, bring it to the USA, and I won't fall for it. I won't fall for <laughs> it. Bring it on. Hey, but if you're going to test weird shit out, I guess Germany is the way to go. So. There you <laughs> go. Be a 4D chess move, too, because they are like producing like a couple million more PS4 units because they can't, like chip shortages and all that shit. They can't even make PS5. Jim, so. listen to your logic. They're not producing. They're reselling you the shit that they're getting off eBay. Come on. Yeah, are reselling old cons. That's what they're doing. They're you, old. I bet you look at Sony's PL, mm-hmm. you'll find some expenses for armor armor all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. Or what you don't know is they're really just taking parts away from the PS4 to make the new PS5s. It's like yeah, every there you 10. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a We need the cheers. That's amazing. It's a good poll, but yeah, that's a. I, so I would weird. love to, like, if our, our buddy, uh, poor John. You're in Germany. I know you talk to us all the time, and I know you're a brewer out there. You're deep into gaming. Let us know if any of your buddies or anyone you know heard more about this. Is this something anyone would take serious? I'm curious. Like, who who's doing this? Is this like a big thing? Did like, you guys get this story from like the National Enquirer, or is this like real news? It, it was just like a random like it was a random tweet to how I found it, but like it was found, okay. it was like passed around through German Twitter and like went viral like a week or so ago. Yeah. And then, like someone like translated it for you know the rest of us, and it was just like yeah, <laughs> for the rest well, of us. I mean, you speak German, Jim. You speak German. Yeah. I just did it fluently and perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> flick a flag, a flick a PS4. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a weird one. We'll we'll keep an eye, see if it happens in other markets. But it'd be crazy if it blew up and and spread. That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess also maybe like ne- maybe it's the next COVID. How? Yeah. Well, yeah, also we'll like yeah, how right. bad do you want? A PS4, because I guess in theory, I, how much do you think a PS4 goes for right now? Like, um, uh, in my local uh, ponds, 200? I'm seeing uh, like you walk into my local ponds, yeah. it's like all VCR, Xbox Ones, and PS4s. That's all that's in there, okay. and they they vary between they're like right around 250 bucks. So it's like if somebody was desperate enough, they're like, all right, I put 250 bucks up, I get a chance to win a PS5, maybe. 
That's, that's it, a, I think a dumb it's a chance gamble. to buy it's a, a PS5. Oh, it's, it's a completely dumb wait, gamble. Wait, wait, what? what you, it's a chance to buy one? Oh, oh I, I thought it was a thing. chance to. Yeah, I thought it was a chance to win check. one. If it was a chance to buy one, oh, then that's fuck even that. worse. No, no, no. It's to win. It's to win. Okay, never mind. Okay, okay. I was like, the wording's very important here. Freaking Napoleon. Come on, Jim. What? What? I got the Italian name. I don't know my German. Jim, how's your family doing? The Gabagool. Jim, you're never going to convince me you're not French. Come on. Yeah, but now we'll that we'll we'll follow that one up. But it's 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 a weird little one. The next one was more interesting, and it affects us, Jim, because our yearly Call of Duty release ain't happening. Ain't happening this year. Now yeah, the last weird. Call of Duty, I played it. We did the midnight release. And that was it. Uh, we played it the whole first. Well, we did the next day because we're old. But we played. We took off work. <laughs> we played the entire day, and then I mean, I have touched it like once since. So it really turns into like a night out at the bar on my couch with my buddies. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's the cash cow, and the reports are there's not going to be a Call of Duty in 2023. That's weird because Call in of Duty 2022 is... or 2020 2023. Uh, I think it's 2023. So it's it's getting delayed to 2023, correct? Well, no. So they may still have a 2022, but the, I think the 2022 is already said, like in development. Yeah, uh, whatever's for okay. 2023 is going to get pushed to 2024. I mean, I kind of understand. Um, to be honest, I haven't played a Call of Duty like main storyline yeah. since like the 360. They haven't. Well, um, <laughs> but, but but like Warzone is such a big thing. Like, I, I why think, would the, I think that's the reason? I, I think, think it's one of the reasons. I think they're Warzone. tapping into what they've been able to do with Warzone as mm -hmm. maybe longer dev cycles. Um, it's and like Fortnite, dude. Obviously, mm -hmm. you would think um, the more complex shit's getting, these dev cycles should take longer. Should, I would think yeah. to to to, to you know, milk all the milk out of the udders, you yeah. know, to get the, the <laughs> oh, games yeah. the way they want them to be. Um, and, and with the continuous, like, updates, you know, the the worst thing that, that could happen to Call of Duty as a franchise is to become, like, the new Madden. Yeah. Where they just are regurgitating something out with a new name to, to grab, just grab, cash grab. But also, so, but all, it's I kind of respect <sighs> it in the sense that, like, Guys, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that to just make sure you're putting out a quality game, that's, yeah. that's then, a good thing. Yeah. I like it. No, I, I'm, I'm a, for, for it 100 percent because shit, this idea of the annual game really started with sports games. Unfortunately, now wrestling games because they're under the two like they're just churned out every year, and most people yep. complain about and them. they're garbage. Yeah. And yep. and Call Assassin's of Duty. Creed's kind of in the same boat. Call of Duty's in the same. Assassin's Creed had to take a break because they kept coming out and they were diminishing quality, and then people were just buying them less. Yeah. And like Vanguard sold like crap comparatively, so that's yeah. why they're like. You know, Ooh. I think if, I think there's an element uh, where where companies, you know, you, you can you can you know frequency is important. Mm -hmm. It is. You got to. But be, also, there's a there's a fine line between frequency and demand, and. Man, if if you haven't had a new Call of Duty game for two to three years, you're gonna, that you new would... one becomes a big deal. Yeah, but you look at like everybody right now on YouTube, except for our two channels, <laughs> um, is, is uh, talking about this Elden Ring That's game. It. Yep. Like nobody. No, what what is that? Like no the, no one that doesn't have any f draw from a franchise and if perspective. You think right? Two months out, is that going to be important? Probably not. Probably. Well, yeah. I I don't know, but but I think I think. It, it could benefit them of of it 
give your fans a reason to want another Call of Duty. I mean, I will say, I will say, Call of Duty's it's a double-edged sword, because you want to put in a good product to make a good story. But how many people are going to play that new story versus how many people are playing Warzone? Like, it's like this yeah. double-edged sword. It's like, yeah. do we release an update for Warzone and keep, like, this update well, going or release a new Call of Duty that has an updated Warzone and then cut off the old... Like it, that's, it, what they're it's gonna a have to, that's what they're going to have to do. They can't to... keep both both Warzones alive if they have a Warzone in the new game. You know what I mean? And that like, You guys hit that on the head. I mean, I think the only reason they're even considering it is that Warzone, the Fortnite, the GTA 5, like... That it's crazy dude, long dude, like GTA five, the good pull dude. that's still thriving and that game came out in the PS three three sixty era. Yep, yep. That game is thriving and, in twenty twenty two. And you know what? That's Even crazy. though fans want it, they you know what, they're smart and I like the model of if the game is good enough, if you can release packages or whatever to keep it relevant, like that's yeah. what I'd rather see out of wrestling and even sports games. Like you don't need a new sports game every year. Just give us the rosters of but, the current but team. But big picture, big picture, here's the problem. If you get nostalgic for this certain item that you have, let's say it's Warzone right now, and then wait five years, you're not going to be able to play that because it's yeah. been updated, it's been patched, It's there's no way to... That's gone forever. That's Fortnite, true, for yeah. example, you're never... Nostalgia. You're never. Gonna, there's going to be a group of kids that are nostalgic for this era of gaming. This, yep. That that it's going to be gone forever. There's That's not going to be any way. So we're retro gamers because we're nostalgic for all these things. There's. It's going to be a weird gener demographic in a couple of years. It's going to be weird. Unfortunately, that generation, just like everything we talked about, though, music and everything, everything's a, a flash. Like friggin' yeah, TikTok. Yep, everything is like it's short, very forgettable. Like for a few weeks or so, something may get hot. And then it's forgotten. Like how many and then it's gone. meme things? Like how many stupid dance craze things were big a few years ago that it's not even a whisper anymore? Nobody yeah. talks about it. That's yeah. and that's unfortunately like that's the and that's kind of what of what everyone. I mean, that's has. what today's yeah. society is, you know. Yeah, and then we microwave society. Yep, and we hold the old guard of no, enjoy the thing, take time <laughs> yeah. with it, like appreciate it. You know, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I. I'm guessing you guys are probably in the same boat, but like uh, Black Ops 2, I still oh. have all my all my maps. I still have all my stuff. Uh, I've got it backed up just in case something goes down. Well, that's um, dude, so you bought maps. You bought extra maps. Think about if you bought maps for like the new Call of Duty, and then you, it's it might be gone forever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, it, oh, yeah. all this. The value of having it preserved. I mean, and we've talked game preservation many times on this channel, but like to your point. I think, like, somebody who wants that first map war zone, there's no way to get oh, it's gone. back to Yeah, like, you can't get back to it, and that really We have sucks. so many nostalgic memories. I mean, not nostalgic because it's neat recent, but so many memories of playing yeah. the first map of Warzone because we played it online all the time. Yep. It was so much fun. Yeah, now it's we'll gone. We'll never be able to recreate that. Yeah, unle ever. unless... Um, you know, the only thing is you could go... I'll, I'll almost call it the Nintendo route. If these, if these developers were smart release a standalone game somehow and be like the original warzone map that would be genius yeah, yeah or, or a call of duty warzone game you know five ten years down the line that has all the maps you know yep. in there and you just play or, those. or there's somebody that brings the servers back up and they produce that because i know like there's some ps2 and dreamcast stuff that's still kind of still, alive on servers yep. and stuff because yeah, somebody's keeping it alive yeah still it's, runs it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys follow all the barstool shit. The only thing I saw oh, that yeah. was interesting was their barstool games where 
they every couple months or something they like do a call to arms of like go back on the original like modern warfare 2 or black ops and try to get all their fans to join in so the servers are alive again for a night because just to keep just them to do it because I, I i a couple months ago played world at war from 360 call of duty yes i love the shit out of that game there was 96 people on the server <laughs> it was yeah, pathetic so but little. like i was able to get into games but like i'm like these servers are still up and they're eventually not going to be that's what worries me is like you know eventually they're going to go away but they're better than who was it that we just talked about jim recently that is cutting their oh well nintendo halo 3 just went bye-bye well no i was going to say nintendo with the with the support for the e-shops and, and yeah the wii e shop yeah. at the 3ds but it's like it's crazy that call of duty i even played call of duty one or two remastered on 360 there's 12 people but they're still a server yeah but they're somehow. still playing yeah they're still playing yes yeah. it's the same people but they're mm -hmm. still playing yeah. oh i got my i walked in there i was like wow why am i getting sniped the second oh. i wake up well yeah, it's the same people playing <laughs> yeah. those people that are still playing that they're good <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. but like yeah I, I i like that idea figure out a way let people do local servers or whatever but sell the game and so people can have the nostalgia again because that's what this generation they're gonna miss one way or yeah. another so, yeah. So Call of Duty, I think it is a, ultimately. I still think it's a good move. Improve your product, but yep, make a better story. And... Exactly. Yeah. And I could use a break. Oh, yes. shut up, Jim. God, <laughs> you could use a break from what? Gaming? <laughs> drinking? <laughs> drinking your white claws? Come on. <laughs> what? What? They're he's, he, I, his I, I don't see his hands. He's holding his weird. Dude. He's, he's, he's like choking it off so he doesn't piss himself. <laughs> to be fair, that is my given. All right, that's like my natural state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. So the last topic you have here, Jim, and this is one. I mean, obviously, the Steam Deck has caught a couple, some slack. They've, we've already seen a lot of scumbag secondhand sellers selling that thing for what, like. A thousand bucks or more. What? Oh yeah, at least. And oh. like, there's complaints from people that like it, the battery will last like a half hour and then it dies on you. Which is like, oh, that's great for Yikes. affordable. But the, what you linked here from IGN was basically uh, the compatibility list. Which, if anybody didn't know, Steam Deck was supposed to be basically the ultimate play everything that's on Steam, and then ultimate convenience. You have a billion games at your disposal with no yeah. problems. Blah blah blah. All of a sudden, oop, compatibility list. It's like yeah. Oh, this really is well, just like having a piece dude, of Honestly, go, I didn't it? even know I didn't even know the Steam Deck was out, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it kinda like it kinda came it and kinda went. Just like, <laughs> was it February February twenty fifth, I think it came out. Yep. Um You know, it looks cool. I don't think it has a large mass appeal. Yeah. Um no. I, I, I'm guessing it can I'm guessing the tech in it is second to none. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. But uh, honestly, I think we've played one game on Steam in our life, and it was the new Battletoads. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, Steam is such a niche community of gamers, and then getting it to go to handheld, it's like, dude, those people that are gaming on Steam in their bedrooms aren't going to go out in the public. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to them, but like... <laughs> well, and they're not going to accept anything less than, like, the top-level specs on anything, too. So Yeah, like, yeah. you, you got to have high... Like, yeah, that's a, it's a weird thing. But it's kind of cool that they're, they're branching into your it. Your PC, your like, here's the deal. Like, I got, I finally got a more legit PC this year. Um, I play like the Total Warhammer games, um, and but I, I, I go on Steam the same way I do on other digital markets, like when they have sales. And yeah, 
every single AAA title except for like first party Nintendo or Sony games are available on Steam. So the idea of like if you can play any AAA game and then whatever the millions of indie developed games on Steam on the go, cool. But everyone knew like, dude, the specs to run that, the battery life can never be that yeah. impressive. That like it's just not going to be that like I'm going to walk everywhere and play this game. No. And play Yeah, you're just you're just now you're well, in your lo- bed as opposed like... to being at your PC screen. Just this is in. this is from someone that doesn't know a lot about Steam, but I feel like a lot of Steam is online gaming. It can be, so like, but there is a lot of like the the other is market a lot is of... like indie games. Okay. Yeah. So you pick your poison. The thing I I hate more is like tamper your expectations with all this shit. Every time I feel like yeah. a new handheld comes out that's not a Nintendo one, you know it's not going to be great. I think this could become better, but we said this at I mean, the very beginning of the episode. Don't be the first adopter to this shit, because you know it, it's yeah. not going to work. Just wait. Just wait <laughs> and see, dude. Be late to the party. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of when uh, MP3 players started becoming a big deal. And the iPod was so simple and user-friendly for mm-hmm. everybody that picked that up. Just, but then there were these MP3 players. Microsoft put some out. Uh, various. <laughs> they could do so much. They, Jim they has the so Zoom. Much. That's his, like, thing. Yeah. He's, he's digging for it. <laughs> but they could... They could oh, oh, you got a box? You got still the box, have my box. I have a problem. I don't get but, rid of anything. But they could do so much more than the iPod could do. Mm-hmm. But the Switch is it, it's user friendly mm-hmm. it like and i get you know what what the 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 steam deck you're or whatever the fuck it's called you're gonna be able to do all this stuff with it right you're gonna be able to do all this customization yeah but for a casual gamer i just i just don't think the market is there for it i mean you see even more complex handhelds like the vita just fall flat on their ass yeah um, and 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 that's coming. I love the Vita. Oh yeah. But and it was like from a commercial standpoint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so good. But and it, just... it, so, like where the consumers go isn't always where the tech is. The Vita, mm. like from a from a screen standpoint, the original L, you know LCD screen or, or whatever, amazing. But I it, think it was, was commercial. Yeah. Yeah. OLED. Yeah. The yeah. Commercial failure. Switch did it. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day, it was an OLED. That's crazy. Why these come? I mean, here's the deal. There is, like you said, there's that niche crowd of, like, that appreciates the tech and all the little gizmos it can do. But just like everyone who's got an iPhone, like, I I can't tell you how many people I know who who always need to get the latest iPhone, but only use it for, like, it can't, they don't even use it for more than 5% of what it can actually do. True. But it's the ease of the use. There is that niche. And then there's the people who are like, but my Android can do this and this. And everyone goes, yeah, but it's an iPhone. It's easier. Like, so... The Switch is the iPhone of gaming for portable. For sure. Because it's Nintendo. Exactly. You know, Nintendo is Apple, basically, yeah, oh, of gaming. Exactly. Exactly the same. For sure. And the Steam Deck, like I said, it'll be one of those consoles in history that people will look back like the Vita and be like, it was so much better technically than the Switch or its competitors. Yeah, but like long term, is the Steam Deck going to be a... Th- like? Oh, I doubt no, it. You, if you find a Steam Deck in a garage sale 10 years from now... Is it even worth picking up? Well, will you be able to? Because Steam is all online shit. You know what I mean? Like, is it even worth? You know what? It'll be the guys know. who ten years from now are the same age as us who are looking back at retro, and yeah, they'll be yeah. like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's look at let's this. keep the servers alive." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, 
it, it's kind of like the Atari Lynx or, or any of the other other shit. Like, <sighs> Nintendo is the handheld market. It always has been. There's been a bunch yep. of things that have come in. And, yeah, DS, Game Boy. They're, they're good, but Nintendo will always just outlast them. They've got that niche so marked down that you're not going to compete with them. And you got to hope you can get enough casual market. And the Steam Deck, I don't think it'll ever do it. This compatibility issue shit, it ain't going to help. But no. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and yeah, even Zelda from mobile. A, no, go fuck yourself. That's what. You know, like I, I, I don't know where you guys stand on this. Like I have, I have a DS. I have a Game Boy. Um, had a Game Boy way back when. Um, have a Vita. Had a PSP. I like. I, I would imagine that a lot of PC gamers, which I'm not, but playing on a PC will trump playing on. A handheld version, because you get oh, mouse, keyboard, wait, mouse. Yeah. Even even my even my switch, our switch, whatever. It we play it on the TV most of the time. I, I'm just not an on the go. Like I like all the stuff, and I'm glad it can do it. It's a cool benefit, but yeah. But if you think about it, dude, uh, Steam gamers, mouse and keyboard. Yeah, you, that, you're you trying to handheld? convert them. They accept nothing. How less. can you? I mean, here's the deal. I don't know anyone except oddly Jim, just because he has to sit in the couch next to the wife while watching terrible TV. I said everyone else who does switch mobile is me where it's that's what you play when you're taking a shit like that. Like, you know, or like you're not like, oh, I'm going on the train today or I'm doing this and like going to be playing. I mean, there is a demographic for that for sure, but it's it's a lot smaller, I feel like for sure. And yes, steam people to Jim's point. They care very much. They're the ones on Twitter. Like, oh, can you believe you're not running this game at so many frames per second? They're graphic snobs. They're the ones that are going to talk shit about all those things. Which means they're not going to buy it. Exactly. So that's exactly. why I'm like, I it appeals to me because I know how much is on the Steam, but I'm not paying anything for it. Like, fuck no, that. No, I'm not going to get it. So I, I, I don't get who it appeals to. It's like, cool, they're trying to do something, but ultimately... It'll go by the wayside. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to flop and they'll they'll just keep doing what they're doing. Steam on the PC. Yeah. You know, and, and there's all, like rumors uh, of Sony maybe with another handheld. Really? Know, if that comes out and comes over the top of this thing, it's really yeah. probably going to be a, a problem. Because you know Xbox and Microsoft aren't doing it. Like I, the things I've always seen now is they just have the attachments for your iPhones or Android. And with Xbox doing this shit uh, digitally, the Xbox Game Pass and stuff and gold, you can already play those games on your phone anyway. So they're which like, cool. we don't need to create an own device. Here's yeah, because you have the device in your pocket. Exactly, you know? which is the smartest thing uh, out of all of them. Now, Nintendo, they've already said, like, they're pretty much not making any more handhelds. It's just going to be Switch and whatever the console is will probably always Switch be a Switch 2.0. Yeah. Which, you know, it's it's it, that's its own thing. You know, it yeah. may make pe- some people sad or happy, but it makes sense for Nintendo to consolidate from going to multiple consoles to just one that can be on the go or at home. Like, you, you know. I mean, it's a genius idea. Yeah. Being and able to play it and then the plug it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, the Steam Deck, I'm very curious to see how it performs. I expect there to be even way more issues with this thing before we hear of it as a success and i didn't even see like on twitter other than people bitching which is what twitter is <laughs> people are always gonna bitch exactly i am curious how it's sold like this first week but i mean i'm sure we'll, like i said i know we'll we'll keep track of it but yeah 
maybe Germany will start a program where you sell your Steam Deck and get a PS5. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yean, I, Steam Deck to get a PC. <laughs> Germany's got a lot of love this uh, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really have. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Our wonderful <laughs> brothers. Love you. So, guys, how uh, did you did you what did you switch to again? What was the next beer? Or did you stick with no, the, the same, same one? one? Same, same one. one. Yep. So yep. let me ask yeah. you, with that beer, is that a, a tried and true, like, it's never going to give you that bad of a hangover? And it's just oh, a all around Dude, Hannah's one of our go-tos. Like, it's a, it's a great introductory craft beer. Yeah. It's a it's a good, unique style. Uh, I, I love Hannah. Yeah. It's so good. Nice. Um, Chambers, I know you finished your German beer. You finished your other one. What? Coors Light, exquisite. No, I, God damn it! I was just going to ask you that second one. Which one do you prefer, German Blue. beer or that Sunrise thing? Oh no, the the Summer Bliss definitely had way more flavor out of it. So, mm. like, yeah, the German beer was fine, but now I'll go. Uh, New Belgium's quickly becoming like one of my favorite like breweries anyway. So they're, they're a good staple. Yep. Yeah, like you never go wrong with them, and like they always have variety packs, and there's always, always something safe. new in there, and you're yeah. always like, "Oh, this is also good." They, so they keep it simple. Wrong there. They're starting with yep. their fat it's not tire. Gonna, it's not going to be yeah. bad, but it's not going to it's not going to blow you out of the water. It's mm-hmm. it's just safe. Exactly. Yeah. So, I will say with the spellbound porter, other than having a slight taco flavor to their, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, it uh, it, it it was a very bland. And spellbound is interesting. They're in New Jersey, which New Jersey's New Jersey. But, uh, yep. you know, the porter, I, I like a little bit more robust porters. I like a little bit more of that coffee chocolate flavor. Yep. I will say for being 6.9%, I didn't feel it at all, which it could be dangerous. Because it, it's yeah, very it's easy to go down. And like I said, I'm on now. I'm almost done my third Flint, which, once again, it's a hazy IPA. I can't say it's great. can't say it's bad. It's uh, just... It's just, just decent. It just is what it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys, we want to, from the bottom of our hearts, say thank you for coming on once again. Thanks for having we us. We have all their links below, both to their band page and to their gaming wow. off the grid. To both. Make sure check out their latest video. That's linked below as well. We appreciate you coming on. We really hope to have you on again in the future. And definitely, oh, we would love we to. We want to do some uh, some legit power hour and drinking games with you guys because uh, oh, I know you. Yeah, I would love to. We <laughs> get that done. Yeah, I'd uh, love we, to. Do we got to get on our bucket list. We got to get out to too many games. And uh, guys, uh, it, it's it's fun hanging out with like minded folks. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we re- we really uh, click. And uh, we're gonna try getting out there. And uh, I like the talk of the. Uh, co-joined hotel rooms oh and yeah open and stop <laughs> oh, and, yeah. um we got to get that done oh yeah so thank you guys Definitely. everyone watching once again if you're already with if you're still with us make sure you hit that like and subscribe button if you're listening to us on itunes or spotify as jim said hit the subscribe if you want to give us a five-star rating even if you want to bash us we'll read whatever you write in the review we truly truly appreciate y'all have a good night and cheers everyone cheers guys Awesome.